0: And welcome to Game of Your Life, Manchester's premier video game podcast. This week we got Beck live in studio. Beck, how's it going, buddy?
1: Hello, Jordan. Thanks for having me on.
0: No worries. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's going good, man. I'm, I'm glad to introduce you to my home. We were playing some Mario Kart just before this. I got my ass popped. Yeah, I will say, although I didn't do too great either, to be honest. So it's like just going to affect the game here a bit. But yeah, how's your day going, man?
1: I'm pretty good. I literally just got up, you know, and then just was like, right, got to record a podcast with Jordan, let's have some fun and just came here.
0: Do you sleep in a lot regularly, usually?
1: Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, quite a lot. I mean, that's just <laughs> comedy in it. Like, I, I, What I'll do is because I don't have much uh, to do in the day,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'll just sleep in, wake up, time for comedy, get a shower, boom, go to comedy, bomb or kill. More out. bomb than kill, <laughs> um, and then just you know work out work my arms out. That's what we've been doing before I came here. Right, yeah, and out.
0: this is a historic episode for those of you uh, who don't know. Beck is in a wheelchair. I don't know why you would know. I mean, uh, my first wheelchair guest here. That's
1: why we picked Mario Kart.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Maybe. Have you ever done the like Halloween costume, like dress your cart up with the wheelchair like a cart, and then you could be Mario or whatever? Well, I could do. That's not well, that's
1: a bad a good idea. idea. We'll do that at some point. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I feel bad because, like, we were talking about how England's such an old country and, like, it's never wheelchair accessible and shit. So we always, like, obviously not a problem helping you out, but do you think it's, like, a pain in the ass, like, getting around England?
1: For me, it's an absolute pain in the ass. That's why when I want to apply for, you know, comedy spots that are further out than Manchester, I struggle. Yeah. And people are like, oh, well, you spend so much money on Ubers to get there and you've got to take public transport. I'm like, you know how difficult it is to take public transport and be on a tram when you're smashed in and all you're seeing is people's bums?
0: Yeah, and I mean, most gigs happen at, like, the busiest parts of the day when you're traveling and shit like that. That's what we were talking about, like, assholes might look at you and be like, oh, he's getting spots because of his handicap. But they don't never think of, like, the, the struggle and shit that you're going through just for basic shit that people take for granted, you know? Oh,
1: yeah, like, a lot of things you've, you've got to think about, like... And it's not it, my disability doesn't just affect my legs; it affects my hands as well. So doing simple tasks with my hands can be difficult.
0: Mm-hmm. What
1: well, What is the disability called? Uh, for- Cerebral palsy, but there's there's varying varying levels. So there's another comic on the scene, Jordan. You'll know him, Dom Hutchins.
0: Yeah, your first roast battle, first roast battle, first win, <laughs> only win, lad, only win. I was on fire that night. Until then, I went downhill. <laughs> But uh yeah, no, it's it's funny, I mean not funny, but I, I in elementary school growing up there was a girl with cerebral palsy. But, like, she was my age and couldn't talk or anything, so...
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. There's different levels. So there's people that can mm-hmm. walk on cerebral palsy, but they walk funny. They, they walk like they're drunk. <laughs> you won't catch me walking like I'm drunk.
0: Yeah, damn, my Hudgens does look like a pisshead, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. Am I allowed to say that? I'm, I think I'm going to get well, well, I'll give you
1: permission. It's like, uh, you know, I can give you the disabled card. <laughs> you, you, I,
0: you've got one in the studio. I think you're fine. Have you heard that Jimmy Carr joke where he's, like, the rules of comedy? Oh, like, yeah, that's,
1: that's probably, that's probably <laughs> one of my favourite Jimmy Carr jokes. Another one is a guy called Gary Delaney he does a joke and he's like um, uh, me and my friends uh, we t- took a I can't exactly remember it was like we took a shortcut through a special school that'll teach us to run over the downs or something like that <laughs> we structured it in a perfect way and it's like that's you know funny
0: yeah it gets away with it you know uh, so you're pretty new to comedy uh, but uh, we were saying right before I mean you're I- I'm so jealous of your youth which sounds like an old guy thing to say you know um, in fact fe- like you're 14 years younger than me started comedy 7 years before I started comedy so it's like you really have a lot of years to burn here you know how are you liking it
1: i'm i'm really enjoying comedy and i'm you know i don't know anything that's mm-hmm. the one thing i don't know anything but i'm just enjoying finally being included in a community because obviously like we were talking about challenges with disabilities and stuff mm-hmm. friends and stuff like with school because my school wasn't just a normal school it was a special school you know you, i was probably the, not trying to pick myself up but i was probably the most intelligent person there i wasn't you know Licking windows and shit like that. <laughs> I was, I was, uh, of sane
0: mind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know what you mean. It's funny because comedy, specifically stand-up comedy, gets this rap of being not inclusive. And it's I've always thought it's like yeah, it's not inclusive of like normal people who want normal lives and then try to like wrap that around comedy. But it doesn't discriminate if you if you have the right mindset and you're sort of crazy enough. It, it doesn't matter if you're in a wheelchair or if you're a girl or what your skin color. You're welcome to the party if you're crazy enough to join it, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, you've got, to, you've got to want it, and you've got to put the effort in, and I've got a lot of time, and I've decided this is what I want to do. I just
0: mm. enjoy doing it. And that's not saying you won't face bullshit or different challenges, but I'm like, when comics are like, okay, this person's funny and they want it, they sort of, you're just part of the club after a while. Just,
1: just you know, you got to try and get on with everyone. You don't you don't want to be an arsehole.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, and that's a weird thing, because it's like, there's a community around it, but that community is based on... No, no barrier to entry at all. So, like, when anyone's just allowed to walk into your community, you sort of have to, like, have your guard up a bit. Oh, like, yeah, like,
1: there was a funny uh, time. I was at the um, Jam Street open mic, mm-hmm. all right? And this is an open mic on a Thursday, so I did it. And then I was coming up the stairs, and another comic, Hayden, was helping me up the stairs from my chair. Mm-hmm. And a woman was coming up, and she was like, are you performing? And she was an audience member, and I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not performing. I thought, i would just leave it and, and, and wow her with my skills. Yeah. Uh... And she, end, when I got on stage, came off, she was like, you're a fake disabled, you were lying, your arms work. And then she got up drunk, <laughs> my, got up drunk and put me in like a rear naked choke and shit and just did some random shit. I, I don't know, but it was mad because she didn't have any skills or experience. She was just drunk and wanted to get up and because of the nature oh, of Oh, was she like doing comedy as well? No, 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 she wasn't doing comedy. She just decided that she wanted to insult me for five minutes. So she was like, give me the mic signed herself up on the sheet and did a whole five-minute set saying that I was a fake disabled.
0: Oh, my God. Was she trying to be funny or was she, like, accusing you? She was accusing me and then she accused me of being racist and I was like, I'm not. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's, That's fucked, man. That's, like, yeah, and I mean, that's what I mean with open mic comedy. Like, anyone can just walk in and sign up. So it is sort of like... It's, a lot of the times people will think comics are being dicks or whatever, but it's like, no, they've had they got a bit of a shield up. They need to know you're not an insane person before they'll talk to you after a while, you know? Yep. But I think you're like a fixture of the scene now. You've been around I for hope like, so. I hope so. I like to think so. And I, I, mean, I mean, I'm enjoying being part of this, this crew. Mm. And do you have any long-term goals with comedy or you just... Just get good. Just Yeah.
1: I have some short, more short-term goals than long-term because I want to make sure that I'm progressing at a steady pace and not just getting stuck in a rut.
0: Yeah, that's why it's funny because I really was at odds with Vancouver when I left it and I didn't like the scene there. But I was always like, it's not inhibiting me yet because I'm always uh, better than I was the year before. I'm getting lots, as many spots as I can handle and I'm not being held back. Like all the spots I'm not getting is because I'm not good enough to get them. Not because I'm like being held back or whatever. Uh, so I think as long as you're just improving in that sense, it's like everything else doesn't really matter. No, I, just, I feel like the, the, my God, my old overall goal is just to improve, be better than the next person. Because mm-hmm. it's funny, because a comic, comics always got to have improvement on the mind, or else you just plateau at a certain level. Yeah, I'm always thinking, I'm always worrying. Saying that, I was like, I was looking at some old
1: footage from stage, and really, a month back, mm-hmm. and I thought I killed on the night, and I looked it back, and I was like, I killed in the context of time then, but now I'm like, yeah, for
0: a four I month, could do, I, could,
1: I could do that with my eyes closed now, mm-hmm. almost.
0: Well, and it's weird. That's why I never understand people uploading their shit right away. It would be like if if you took a painting course and then like posted your first drawing. It's sort of like it's all like if you just have a go at making an NFT and just like
1: here's my material. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is great! And then you've got you know your friends or whatever from comedy. they're like, oh babe, this is great. Yeah, well done. Your mum's commenting, number one fan.
0: <laughs> well, that's the weird part too. Is people who have nothing to do with comedy will encourage you to do shit like that, and it's like. No, you got oh, to yeah. talk to the comedians Const- who've been doing it long Constantly,
1: enough. Constantly, man. Like, I'm, I'm always getting family members. Why don't you post it online? I'm like, I don't want promoters seeing how shit this is. You think this is good because you don't know how much mm-hmm. effort you have to put in to just get a tiny bit better.
0: Yeah, it's like uh, you know those American Idol like early episodes where it's the auditions where it's just yeah. for Simon oh Cowell to God. be mean to people. Yeah, yeah, it's like if they had family or friends that just gave them the hard talk of like, look, you're not that you're good. Shit, just and just, you're gonna just humiliate get yourself. <laughs> go
1: to go to music open mics before you audition on a massive stage and
0: get <laughs> insulted by an asshole. You know you don't... but it's also tough because especially in music like. I know there's like people who own studio spaces or whatever, and they'll big people up just to sell them studio space. It's like, oh yeah, get a couple recordings in. This is gonna be, you'll be the next big thing. You pay the person like two grand, yeah. and now all you have is a demo tape. I have a demo tape and four downloads on iTunes <laughs> and, and <a> half <laughs> five hundred streams in Spotify. That's only like two quid. Or mm. is comedy that doesn't really happen? I mean, people aren't honest with each other more because they're like snaky and yeah. sort of. No, I, comics hate confrontation more than anything. But no one's sort of bigging you up just to set you up to fall, I don't think. No. I mean, like I was talking to my dad the other day.
1: I was like, Dad, I've just been watching some of my old sets. He was like, you feel sad? I was like, no, you basically, I phoned him. And he was like, <laughs> you feel sad? He was, I phoned him. And he was like, you, you sound sad. And I was like, I've just been watching some of my old sets and they're
0: shit. Yeah. And he was like, no, they're not. They're good. And I was like, that's because I only send you the decent ones. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, everyone has a list of my long or bad sets. Like, that's how you grow, you know? But getting off comedy for a bit. So were you much of a video game guy growing up? Uh,
1: it depends. Like, I never, I'd always, I'm, yes. I'm going to just say yes, because <laughs> uh, I played a lot of video games. Video games actually helped me with disability and stuff, which is weird. H- how insane. do you name? Um, so I used to have to go in a walking frame where they it basically, it's like a torture device. I, I like to describe it, mm. where they would put you in this thing and it'd be like a frame where you'd stand up straight and they'd force your legs, they'd strap you in so you couldn't escape, and they'd just force you to stand even how painful it was, and you had to do it for like three, four hours, so really I just sure. had, the, I had the Wii to distract me and help with my uh, fine motor skills and things like that, so you know, like Wii Sports was like, Wii was my first console, I mainly played Wii Sports and then mm-hmm. got into Mario Kart and all those all those different things, and then you know, got an Xbox and just really like playing games, because it was my, my escape, I guess, you know, I didn't really have any friends, which is sad to say, but games were something before comedy that i did a lot more
0: mm-hmm. well it's funny like i was talking on the last episode because we were talking about crash bash I'm like the the cruel part about gaming is that like some multiplayer games are best with friends but then most gamers don't have friends uh, which might come up later in, in mario kart but that was always the same too like for me video game was like an is- isolationist sort of escape and i guess if like your your reality is literally stretching your legs out. Of this that must have mattered more to you than anything. Oh yeah,
1: but people are. I was talking to an old, old school teacher once. And he was like, GTA is so amazing. You can pretty much do things you wouldn't do in real life, like shoot someone. I was like, Yeah, you can walk in it. It's <laughs> fucking amazing.
0: Yeah, no kidding. That that's crazy though, man. So like. You've just aged me a bit too, so you grew up on the Wii, right? Like that was your first console? That was console? my
1: first console, and then
0: I uh, used to
1: get incentivized to do physio, so I'd get games and games consoles to do physiotherapy. Right. Um. So I'd, That's I'd, go, awesome. I'd go in for like a two week intensive where they'd just like fucking from six o'clock till eight o'clock at night, they'd just make you do physio, stretch your legs out, and if I completed
0: this two weeks, I'd get a Nintendo DS XL nice oh that's great man i just can't believe like how in that fort so i'm only 14 years older than you and in that time we leaped from i grew up with nintendo like the original nintendo or not even super nintendo and we've jumped from that to the see Wii- i don't even know what
1: the original nintendo is i don't know what it looks like
0: really that's crazy to me man they used to be so like you'd see them everywhere because my dad i've talked about on the podcast his hobby was going and Buying old video game shit from garage sales and then reselling it online. That's cool. That still works today. Totally, it's crazy. And, but at any point, he had like a stack of like 20 old Nintendos just stacked up in this spare room. Uh, it's just crazy. So, it always made
1: Christmas special. When I wanted, I to have like a video game console, and you'd be like, "Oh, I want this game," and you'd open it up, and you'd get like a new get new Lego game, and you'd play it with your dad, and you'd. You know, my dad My dad would uh, would play Lego games together, but he'd start shouting at me when I'd just spend all the, the coins on the cars. Because <laughs> I'd be really obsessed with the little cars you could buy that were, like, really expensive. <laughs> He's like, no, we got to unlock this mission. He'd be like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> my, like, five-year-old ass is like, for fuck, oh, what have what I done wrong? I just want to spin around in this
0: little <laughs> Lego car. But so it teach you the value of Lego money. But, so when you would see, like, old video games and shit like that, because, like, Super Nintendo, you were saying, is a bit of a blind spot. It, are you just sort of like it looks sort of old and out of date? Like you're not interested. No, no, I,
1: I like. I, I've just never
0: never gone had and access. Never
1: had access. Never thought about getting one. But if if someone offered me the opportunity to play it, I wouldn't turn it down.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, that's why you got to get that Switch to free games. But anyway, we can go on forever. But let's get into the game we came to talk about. Beck, this is the game of your life. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Originally released for the Wii U May 29th, 2014, it was a critical success getting praise for the upgrades from previous games, as well as new courses and graphics. It was the best-selling game on the Wii U, so in April 2017, Nintendo expanded and re-released it as Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Since, re- since its release, it's received multiple updates and is due to keep receiving new tracks till the end of 2023. Deluxe has sold over 48 million copies, making it the highest-selling game on the Switch and one of the highest-selling video games, period. That's crazy to me that this game is outsold like Mario Odyssey, Legend of re- Zelda. Re- really, like forty-eight million? <laughs> yeah, that's fucking nuts, eh? Well, and I just recently threw my uh, my number in that pile because on the n- they had New Year's sales right as New Year's ended, and it was I think thirty percent off or forty percent off. Oh, so you've never you've never had Mario Kart Eight Deluxe before. You, well, you- my roommate has it, so I was oh. I would borrow it sometimes and play with friends oh, and did. stuff. But this is since the beginning of January. Uh, Lulu offered to split it with me, and we just have been playing Mario Kart nonstop. Oh, well, it's absolutely an incredible game to play with a partner or someone. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because we were saying like, there's two types of multiplayer games. There's ones where if you don't regularly play video games or you haven't been playing this game forever, you're just gonna suck. Like it wouldn't even be fun. Like Smash Bros, for instance, if you don't know the controls, it's not. Oh yeah, be that, fun. that takes a long time to even just learn the basics. I'm mm. still on the basics, and I've had the game for like three years. <laughs> But Mario Kart, you can just pick it up and have fun with it. Even if you're not going to win, you're going to have fun with it. And, yeah. and that's the perfect...
1: Well, I was watching something the other day about Mario Kart, and it said that um, no matter what you are, you could be you could be an average player that's never played Mario Kart before, jump in, learn the basics, and beat someone that knows how to drift and do all that because it's a level
0: playing field, Mario Kart said. Totally. Well, and it's funny because like, so be, they got a certain point, I think it was right around when Elden Ring came out, that video games company's number one goal became accessibility and you'd almost hear that term ad nauseum.
1: I wish that was the world's number one goal.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, fair enough. But I mean, this game is a sign of, I think this proves why they're aiming for that, you know, because this is probably the most accessible game. You can play it if you're five years old or 55 and you're just going to like it. And as a result, it's such a high selling game. Um, had, had you had much experience with, like, the, ma- you said Wii was your first game? Or you No, playing so, like, my first, I think my first one was actually the DS, mm-hmm. um,
1: which I got it on the DS, which, we, what we used to do is, um, me and my cousin used to play that thing to death, and we'd have sleeper we would have sleepovers at my house, and my nan would be babysitting, and because my nan would be a little bit deaf, we'd stay up till midnight, having the DS under the covers, yeah, and nice. we'd just be, like, communicating with a little LAN cable or whatever, whatever they used to use to connect to your cousin, it'd take ages, wouldn't it?
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I just remember the Game Boy Color Connection thing you used to change po- exchange Pokemon. He's speaking a foreign language to me now. <laughs> but that's awesome, so I was going to ask if you were like a, f- a fan of any of the Mario franchise games, or Absolutely. any of the Nintendo ones, um, were you playing all of it?
1: So I played, the main Mario games I played was the Mario Bros on the DS, which was, mm-hmm. played that up until I was a few years ago, I still play it sometimes. Until I sold my DS and then I played the Super Mario Bros. 2
0: and I also played
1: Odyssey and things like that. But mainly Mario Kart. Mario Kart Wii is where I sunk most of my time.
0: Right, and then, so Mario Kart Wii, which I did talk about with Alfie Carter uh on this podcast before oh yeah different from the one uh on the wii u right uh
1: it's different on the wii it's different from the one on the wii u i'd say it's probably the best mario kart game i've played to date
0: we're better than this this one eight huh uh
1: better than this one if if you're looking at graphical improvements then obviously not but in terms of gameplay and funness the wheels they had were the perfect size (laughs) um just you could have lots of fun the maps were insane uh, the online play was just great, even though I didn't play that much. But.
0: I I didn't like... well Because we talked about it on that episode with Alfie, but, like, Funky Kong was such a broken character that every time you'd play online, you'd just see, like, 16 Funky Kongs yeah, on, like, just... the same motorcycle and shit. But it's like Smash Bros. Melee when they had uh, Meta Knight as one of the characters, and just, everyone just picks Meta Knight. Um, I don't know. For me, like, this Mario Kart game, it represents a trend that Nintendo's been doing with all their big properties in that we... We can put out a new one every time and it'll sell well, but it feels like the Switch is going to be their system moving forward for the next few years. Still, I feel like it's almost going to skip a generation of console. Like, don't you get that sense that it feels like they put so much into the Switch? They're not really like
1: well, they have just released the OLED model. I think what the, they're going to do what they did with the DS, um, whereas they had the you know they had like fifteen variations of the DS. Yeah, I agree. Um, um, eventually so like you the, might
0: get a 3D switch or something yeah
1: I mean that would be nuts but <laughs> but hopefully they
0: would have worked the kinks out from the original 3DS because that was weird when you turn the 3DS mode on you'd be like oh, am mm-hmm. I drunk yeah well and as a result of them sticking with the switch it feels like they're putting out instead of different variations they're putting out the ultimate version and then souping them up with like downloadable content and things like that it'd be,
1: it'd be cool if they, they could put out like a big, big switch like a big, bigger screen better performance, bigger storage, because I, I have an SD mm. card on my Switch to store loads of games.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, and it's like like a Game Gear almost from back in the day. But I, I just think it's crazy that like this game came out in 2017 when it was a remake of a game from 2014 and we're still getting new content for it yeah, in it, 2023. It, 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 insane, even though it's extortionate if you don't own an online... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Well, weren't you talking... I
1: didn't realise how much is it to buy. Well, with- I looked because I, I saw my favourite map, Coconut mm-hmm. Mall. Saw mm-hmm. it and I was like that just brings back childhood i want to play that but i'm not paying 23 quid for 10 tracks when the whole game you can get you know you can get mario kart second hand for like 20 quid now
0: yeah no kidding well, we'll talk about the big changes, and you might have to help me out with this, because I, I don't remember playing the Wii U version, not until today. Well, to I, I think my brother
1: had it, so I had a Wii U, mm-hmm. and then I would, uh, the only reason I held to my Wii U was for Mario Kart 8, but in the end it got delayed so many times that I was just like, I need to sell it, I'm not playing it enough to keep hold of it for Mario Kart. <laughs> and then my brother made the same mistake of getting a Wii U, realized it was shit, and then got rid of it, but he had Mario Kart for a while.
0: Man, they took so much money with that Wii U from people. <laughs> like, It was all just almost entirely for the Smash Bros game, and mario kart maybe like one other i think there might have been a new zelda release online. it was
1: a, a well they, they put breath of the wild on the wii u i don't know why but they
0: they did oh they did the same thing with twilight princess on that like you could still get it on the gamecube or the wii which i thought was sort of weird but like, just trying to maximize profits i guess the, the big changes if you read online they talk about major menu changes which i didn't really notice uh, anything different from the top, I know the cover is like a take off the Mario Kart Eight, and they've just made it cooler on Rainbow Road. Yeah. Uh, they they and this is all stuff the Nintendo website like is touting is like reasons to get the new version. It's like reduced loading time and higher resolution, which is what you'd expect on a better system. Yep. Uh, and then, but the battle mode being totally overhauled, I think that was like the biggest. Change. We we did play it. I mean, mm-hmm. um, we played the classic mode, and then we we tried the new one, which for
1: some reason we were just
0: completely lost. Yeah. Well, did you did you notice much difference from, like, the Wii U version, the memories in your head? Uh, when I played the Wii U version, I'm trying to think... I
1: didn't play much of the battle mode, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Because it was most likely shit. Right. I, like you say. That was um, the
0: one big criticism I saw online about the Wii U version, was the battle mode was garbage, unoriginal, no depth. And so it feels like they just overhauled it completely. But I feel
1: like the big um, selling point of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is the Switch. It's because it's more portable than the Wii. If you want to go somewhere... Mm-hmm. And you want to take it, like, on car journeys, when I used to do long car journeys, I'd pull out my Switch and, and play Mario Kart 8, you know.
0: Yeah, no, it's the best. Well, and to be fair, it's sort of like, it's sort of crazy that this game's called Mario Kart 8, when the one on the Wii U was as well. Because they could have just switched around the order of some maps and just called this Mario Kart 9, you know what I mean? Well,
1: we could have upgraded the graphics, added some new carts and characters. It have taken, I think, a bit longer to do, but they'd have probably...
0: Done Mario Kart Nine, and then they could have done Mario Kart Nine Deluxe, made more money. You know what I mean? That's what I'm. I, it's sort of crazy they didn't do that, because this game it's it's almost reached ten years of just the same game that they've still built upon. You know, whereas like Smash Bros Ultimate, 2014, sort of... I was
1: what ten years old, <laughs> which is mad to me now that I'm th- almost an adult. You're not just... ma- not maturity wise, I'm still much very much a it's child. It's crazy but... to me. You're a post nine eleven
0: person. That's like, say
1: 9 I'm like, what?
0: I mean, <laughs> I, I understand it, you know what I mean? But- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. That's the big mind fuck to me in my head. That's like the, the temple. Next, is going to be like if kids were born after COVID or whatever. That'll, that'll be a weird one. Um, but yeah, so there weren't tons of big changes that were like noted online. We'll go through the basics. I mean, this is a Mario Kart game. If you've played one, you've played them all in the sense that... The Grand Prix, you pick four races. Yeah,
1: literally the game modes don't change, do they? It's just the graphics and maybe a few... They add a few new characters and a few new map designs,
0: but they... Well, I don't I don't think mirror mode was an option. I don't even know that. what that is. That's like... A, so you can do 50, 100, 150cc, and then 150 mirror mode. I think you do... You race the courses backwards, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I don't know why. I mean, my limit's 100, you know, I was playing on 50cc for years just because I was a casual Mario Kart fan, but that doesn't mean I, I still enjoy it. N- I mean, 200cc is just ridiculous, I don't know anyone doing that. I, I- tried it the other day and I just kept crashing into walls.
1: <laughs> Drifting is
0: impossible on 250cc,
1: yeah. 200cc not, 250.
0: I also don't know, like, Time Trials as being in every Mario Kart I can remember, I don't know anyone who's ever done this, just, like, racing them. I better. mean, I
1: remember going to a game store when they had them, and they were actually popular, mm-hmm. um, and the guy had a Wii U set up, and it was, I think, a few weeks before Mario Kart 8 was supposed to come out, and they had a demo unit, and it was like, everyone, play Time Trials. If you if you get the high score out of everyone, you win a prize. I and think
0: I remember that, too. I remember in stores, they would have it where you could just play Time trialer. Yeah, they would never let you play the fun part. Yeah, you could only pick one or two characters as well. Whereas, speaking of characters, this game has 42 characters to choose from if you include the me version of yourself. Did you ever make a me back? Of course I did, but they didn't have any wheelchairs, which, Nintendo, (laughs) that's a
1: big complaint, you know what I mean? (laughs) Would you put your little guy in a wheelchair? Yeah, because, you know, I'm always... (laughs) People are like, in video games, why don't you create someone new? I want to create myself, Mm -hmm. but this time I'm giving myself legs in the game. But, you know, like The Sims, I know completely off topic again, but The Sims... They don't have wheelchairs. I can't create a sim with a wheelchair. I have to get custom content and all that faff. Where's
0: That I mean, is sort of fucked up, actually. Like, you should be able to. It's a to. life simulator. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I always make myself, too. And then for my first runs of games, I do whatever I would do in real life. Yeah, know. and then
1: the second time, go around and have some fun giving blue hair or whatever. You It'd know, be me. Evil. But um, I, I do often play as my me. Uh, on Mario Kart 8 because just, it's me yeah. <laughs> just enjoy looking at myself I
0: mean that guy's way more beautiful than I am in real life I'm like Woof. Who, who would your three characters be from this roster uh, if, you had to, if you had to choose if I had to
1: rank them one to three it would probably- or start with three that's okay, always okay, built to the bigger reveal. Yoshi
0: it's probably it's probably gotta be Yoshi the classic eh? do you Flip. like you can choose the colour I always stick with green That's why I. I have green, sh- not
1: green or black Probably. I've played few times. But-
0: I went with Shy Guy because of the color thing. <laughs> I picked the, the KKK Shy Guy earlier today. It's weird. He's wearing a he white does look like he's part of the KKK. <laughs> um, and then my second favorite, Link. Uh, I just love that they... I wish they'd do more of this with all their properties. I mean, I know we have Donkey Kong and Zelda, but like, why not throw Kirby in there? Why not throw fucking, I don't know, anyone from any Nintendo game.
1: I mean, they could just do what they did with sna-
0: uh, snatch, uh, Smash with a character selection and just that's p- what I everyone mean. in uh, Mario Kart. I'm not even talking about, I know there's some properties you can't get, it's difficult, but any Nintendo thing should be in here. Like, And they are doing a bit of it. But who's as a it? kid, I
1: used to play a lot as Mario, just Mario is the, the main guy. Mario, that was it. Like, I was like,
0: Mario? want
1: Mario? That's it, Mario. Mm-hmm. But now it's Yoshi, usually just the green version, and then Dry
0: Bowser, which He's badass badass. Uh, Why would you ever pick Bowser when Dry no, Bowser was on? No, like, like Bowser,
1: you, I'd never go with Bowser, but give me Dry Bowser, I'm there all day. And then my <laughs>
0: favourite character,
1: which I just play all the time, is King Boo. Just, That's I my just, number one as well. I just like the way he looks.
0: Yeah, there's something funny about him. I don't even like... I don't think I'd like it as much if it was just a regular Boo. But oh, the no. The fact I that he's be. got the crown. <laughs> Yeah, and the fact that I come in seventh when I'm supposed to be the king. Yeah,
1: <laughs> not, not, not worth it, you know?
0: Well, even, like, you had him riding this little motorcycle and the way he, like, <laughs> floats above it. Like, he looks so heavy, but he's yeah, a ghost. Yeah, he, he,
1: doesn't, he doesn't sit
0: on it, but it, it looks like you could just squash him with one, mm-hmm. like a ball or something you could pick up. And then there's a bit of, bit of an aside in the new Mario Party. There's a Halloween level, and you can find King Boo, but it's so, he's behind a lock gate, and it has to be at night time. And if you get to them with 150 coins, you can steal a star from every player in the game. So it just like breaks the That's game. Great. Don't they
1: have that on the the other Mario part they released the Switch? Uh, maybe yeah. I, I, mean, I remember I remember playing that like a few weeks back. When it was a work still and we just all got hammered and just turned Mario Party into a drinking game. It was a lot, <laughs> lot of fun. I've done that before, actually.
0: Like, every Red Space is a...
1: is like If you lose a... Uh, we were doing it. If you lose a minigame, then you got to drink.
0: Oh, we've had, like... We at all of them. Like, if Bowser Square, you finish your drink. Red Space, you take a sip. We should really monetize this. And then, also, I played the Mario Kart one. Have you ever played the Mario Kart no. drinking game? no. Yeah, yeah. So, you crack a beer at the start of the race. And at... The only rule is your beer needs to be finished by the end of the race, and that you can't drink while you're moving. So a lot of people would just chug their beer right at the start of the thing. So you just get absolutely smashed before the race is finished. Yeah, or you try get to. There's people who would wait till they get hit, and then when they're spinning out, you just chug as much of your beer as possible. Uh, by you know, it's just reasons to get. Just handed. fun, <laughs> a bit of fun. Yeah. I love it's. It's almost like a corruption of your childhood when you're like. Remember all these games you used to play as a kid? Let's turn them into drinking (laughs) games. I mean,
1: you know, I'm only just, well, almost six months and I'll be 19, so I'm only
0: just legally allowed to drink. So I'm
1: like, oh, all these drinking games, let's turn Mario Kart back on this... Start drinking.
0: Yeah, careful with that with comedy. Jesus, take it from me. Yeah, I know. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm looking at Jordan and I'm like, I want to be as good as him, but with minus the alcohol consumption. <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, so once your character is picked, you choose your vehicle, your wheels. I don't know when they made Mario Kart. It might have been the Wii one uh, where they made it so involved with your actual kart. And everything. No, no, it wasn't the Wii. It was the it, Wii. It was Mario Kart 7. Right, so that is the weird one, right? Uh,
1: Mario Kart Seven was on the 3DS. Played that one to death.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so that it's like you can see all your stats for acceleration, speed, handling. That's like 13 years old. That's, I was seven when that game came out. I was mad. That's wild. Yeah, because uh, I mean, in back from like my my first ever Mario Kart was the Super Nintendo when I played it to death. You're just literally picking eight characters. I don't even know if like the heaviness of them mattered or. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I remember the Mario
1: Kart Seven. They introduced the the flying technique, mm-hmm. where you could fly, and then Mario Kart Eight. When they introduced those things, where your wheels go really weird.
0: Yeah, yeah. You you turn into like a hoverboard sort of. I don't like that. No, me neither. Well, and the big ben- the big addition in Mario Kart Eight was that like uh, the zero gravity zones, where you can like drive on the ceiling and on the walls of certain certain levels. Um, I, just, yeah. I want simple Mario, can't me. Bit of flying, I like that. A bit of flying, but, <laughs> a few
1: jumps, but but you know I don't want to. It be... is
0: it is satisfying to hit someone with a shell when you're flying. <sighs> oh, when no, when they're flying, when, when they're, they're just f- about to hit the ramp yeah. and they <laughs> and he drops down. He like bye. Yeah, well, and it's like and that's always been a part of it from what I remember. I'm not in, you couldn't do it in Super Nintendo because the graphics were so dog shit, but. From 64 onwards, there were these huge ramps where you're flying through the air and stuff. Yeah, you could always do like a jump. And if you shake your controller, you
1: you get that little animation, which I just find so satisfying. I,
0: I do hate having to shake the controller, though. I feel like an idiot, like a child shaking the controller. Yep. Um, but yeah, so after you pick all that. Um, and what I also love about it is as you're playing like through races, even in multiplayer, you're gaining coins. And the more coins you get, the more just unlockables you get for your carts and shit like that. Um, I'd love it if they just start dropping characters in there eventually, but f- for even just having new types of cards... I feel like
1: that you've just unlocked a new, like, really good idea. Like, if, they, if you could unlock characters by collecting coins, it'd actually give me motivation to actually go out of my way and collect them.
0: Mm-hmm. Nintendo does that a lot, though. It's like, they make their unlockables, like, stickers you'd never use or whatever, like... You can have these on your online profile. Like, who gives a fuck? (laughs) I
1: don't want to pay for online. Like, Nintendo, your online used to be free. Bring it back. Yeah. And uh, you should do online standard and then online premium where you get all the emulators. Yeah, I mean, their online used to be dog shit, too. It's still dog shit, to be
0: fair. (laughs) Well, it's better, but it's not... Yeah. It's no Xbox Live or Steam, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Well, yeah, so after all's decided, you choose the cup you want. The the names range... It's funny, because, like... Obviously, you have your basic ones like mushroom, flower, and star, but they've got so many types of pre- cups now, you can tell they're really, like, scraping the bottom of the barrel. Like, they've got the bell cup, the leaf cup, the rock cup. Uh, I just think- They're just going through all the commodities at this point, aren't
1: they? Yeah, the turd the next they're going to do the coffee cup, the turd cup, the wheelchair cup. <laughs>
0: I'm playing that one. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so what I asked you to think of these earlier too. Your three favourite Grand Prix. Not maps, but your Grand Prix in this game. Uh, Do you have your, your number three? I don't... and I, I had them ranked, but now I've
1: forgotten. So the Mushroom Cup is definitely one.
0: Yeah, just right off the bat. Because um, the, first, the first three are all original levels too. And then I think from the fourth pre-onwards, you start... It'll say in the corner of the map what one they were originally found in, be it the SNAS N64. Yeah, yeah, which is nice because, you know... Um, and then I think it's Egg Cup, which is like
1: the Yoshi egg thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love it's called the Egg Cup. And <laughs> yeah. I always just thought that was the Yoshi track. I, as a kid, I was like, that's that's the Yoshi track right there. If you want to go and play Yoshi's Maps, you go on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Shell Cup with another one. What did I say? Egg, yeah, gr- egg
0: Shell and Mushroom the, are, are the three. The Green Shell is a great one. That's actually my honourable mention. I forget what maps, what ones were on there specifically. But
1: now I've played the extended courses with you. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I don't know the names of the new courses or whatever, the new the new Grand Prix and stuff, but really enjoyed the the new stuff.
0: Yeah, you would love the Gold Dash. That's my number three, uh, which the first level is in Paris, and I love the things about these new new courses and new pre's, is the first level is always a different city in the world, a different famous city. So you have New York, you have uh, Sydney, Australia. I yeah. hear there's meant to be a Vancouver one in the next one. I don't know if that's just something someone said. But for me being from Vancouver, that would be very exciting. It's also a London one, which is bullshit, you know. Yeah, like, I mean, just those th- those three that I've, I've played the most
1: and uh, just tried to get max on every single difficulty. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you go on 200cc, it's over.
0: Yeah, well, and it's cool because uh, when you're picking it, you can see in the bottom corner the level of trophy you've gotten from there. And then even if you have the gold trophy, you have to get first in all the races to get all three gold stars. Yeah. So it does just push. There's something mentally in my head when I see those empty star slots of, like, I need to play and I need to get those stars. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so those are the three that I'd, I'd mm. say. My, my other two, are number two, is the Lightning Cup. Uh, it's The first level is the Tick-Tock Clock, which is actually a level in Super Mario 64. I think it's great. Uh, the Piranha level, the Volcano one. The, and is the Piranha one where you're on the beach and you've like, got all those fish swimming over you? No, it's uh through the sewers. It's like... All, all the sewers are just, you know... Because you know how in Mario he goes down the green pipe? Yeah. yeah. It's just a whole bunch of pipes connected. Oh, yeah. And, and it's then there's like a you've piranha drift, in the middle. And then there's like... Um, you've got to go on the anti-gravity thing to go on the other side. Mm-hmm. Not and the, and uh, if you go too close to the piranha in the middle, he'll bite cars and stuff like that. And then they also have the Nintendo 64 Rainbow Road, which, for my money, is the best Rainbow Road. I just never touch Rainbow Road because it's always like start <laughs> off really well when it's on a straight line. Mm. But there was I don't know what
1: it don't know what it was, but there was a track, and I found it more difficult than Rainbow Road. It's not on uh, Nintendo Switch, but it's on the Wii one. It's the one with Boo.
0: Oh it's yeah, Boo's Castle. That was just difficult. There's always like a There's always a Bowser's Keep. There's always a Boo's Castle, and always a Rainbow Road. Back before they just started putting everything out there. Uh, my number one though is the Turnup Cup. The first level is from New York. Uh, the second one is just a Toad's Turnpike from the Super Nintendo, and then the third is the Calamari Desert, which is the train track level. Yeah, we we club. played that. The train, the train. I enjoyed that, but obviously never played it before. I struggled. <laughs> Eighth. I
1: well,
0: mean... and it's funny because uh, so in it is different from the original ones in that like we were saying i was telling you in the n64 it was always the same lap three times the the track doesn't change from lap to lap yeah whereas this one it does so it's like you're by time when you cross the finish line for the third to start the third lap it's in the train tracks like you have to go down which you never had to in mario 64 you always just would because it was fun Uh, and i do like that you have to avoid the train and everything but the turnip cup's got everything, because it's got New York, which is this great new level. It's got a Super Nintendo and an N64 representation. And then the pin Waluigi's pinball is the final one, which is just a wacky fucking level. We just played that one
1: and Oh, but I hated that because yeah. I just never played didn't know what was going on. I was just what are these balls in the way? What <laughs> do I go towards them and push them out of my way? Like...
0: Yeah, I, I just love that Waluigi for some reason has got a big pinball table. That's his level. Like it's always kinda like you can tell with some the idea is perfect. Like, of course, that level is for that guy. And then some, it's just like, all right, that's sort of random, you know?
1: I feel like Wario would be the one with the pinball machine. Well, he's got something else, doesn't he? He's got
0: like a. Barrier's
1: gold mine car. That was. That's it, the gold mine. I like that. I like. I don't know what it is, but I've got an obsession with Mario Kart Wii. I know I've mentioned it a hundred times, but if they remaster all the tracks, I'm, I'm straight there, I'm
0: buying it and playing them all. Was that one on the Wii? Cause I, yeah. I know there was a Mario, a Wario one on the N64 as well. I don't know if it was a good I don't know
1: if they, what they did was they remastered the, it for the Wii and then remastered the Wii version and put it on Switch. I don't, <laughs> it was just like a, a loop. Of Mario Kart.
0: Yeah, I'm sure there's some Mario Kart diehard listening to this. It's like, they don't even know what fucking generation you Oh, came we,
1: from. We, You're going to get hate in the. There's no comments on a podcast, but uh, you're, <laughs> definitely, you're definitely going to get get some kind of hate online.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we'll go into what's new on the, the deluxe version specifically. Um, I did talk about the anti-gravity racing. It's literally like the only real change to the gameplay. Also, the new characters were all the Koopalings, which were like... It's how would you describe these guys? Like Bowser's minions, sort of. Yeah. Like Morton and fucking Larry and. Oh, do you mean the they, they the, just the got things the, you
1: stomp on in Mario?
0: No, those are Goombas. They're like mini bosses in in the first Mario world, oh, and they've okay. all got like a cool hairstyle or like. Yeah.
1: And sure. then they added the Splatoon characters as well, didn't they? Mm-hmm.
0: I never play them. I just like I know. never play that game either. Splatoon. I mean, Splatoon
1: was Splatoon one kind of rubbish. Splatoon two amazing game, but then you had to pay for it online. I was like, I'm not doing it.
0: I don't even know what it is. To be fair, it's like a just like a paint shooter. It's basically Nintendo's answer is a kid-friendly Call of Duty. Right. Okay. You, so you're basically a painter and decorator, but you're playing in a Call of Duty warfare world. Oh, Okay, that makes sense then. And then there's also, like, pink and gold peach, which I don't know about you, I just sort of hate. <laughs> like, it's like, okay, you're just giving us different colored versions. Even though there's other characters where you can just pick a skin. There's... I don't think I'd ever play as, like, peach or... I definitely
1: wouldn't play as the baby versions.
0: Yeah, I never did that. I do like, uh, what is it? Like, Raccoon Mario. Or, He's cool. I I forget what the word. It's like the Japanese. Silver word.
1: Mario is kind of cool
0: as well. Metal Mario. Metal Mario. Is yeah, no, you're right. But that it's also based in the game. Like Metal Mario is cool because in the Mario games you become Metal Mario. There's no Gold Peach or whatever. Or <laughs> like no, they, Peach doesn't turn into some super saiyan beast. <laughs> yeah, they've just thrown that in for the hell of it. Uh, we talked about like King Boo, Dry Bones. I didn't realize a lot of these were just DLC. Well that's the thing, the the, the, the main
1: selling point of uh, the Nintendo Switch version from 8 is that we've just basically, get, what you had to pay for in the Wii U version, we've given you for free and then we're like going to release some more tracks in 2023 and charge you extortionate prices unless you're an online number.
0: <laughs> yeah and you better just take it bitch. Uh, <laughs> and then also villager I do like there's a level with the is that that's the animal Crossing. there's an animal crossing level the animal said, crossing yeah, level you, with the four seasons
1: right it's, it's really the animal crossing level is really weird because if you look at the so coin icon in the in the corner it's usually just normal coins but if you go on animal crossing it's the money bag symbol
0: yeah oh, how funny
1: And it's just like, it's just those kind of things. It's like they've made it into Animal Crossing. You've got more, it's more, seems more Animal Crossing game than Mario Kart.
0: I love that they do that, man. I I don't know why they wouldn't just use their properties for stuff like that. I do understand not wanting to like put like Final Fantasy guys in there and shit. It is a bit. Do they own Final Fantasy? No. Then that's why you might not want to mix them. I mean, there are Final Fantasy characters in Smash Bros, but I'm sure that's a licensing thing. Just like Banjo-Kazooie's and Smash Bros. I mean,
1: they, they could make a lot more money and a lot, I think a lot more people would play it if they just buy loads of licenses. I mean, they've got the money they could just buy loads of licenses for loads of different fun franchises and characters and just, just stick them in Mario Kart.
0: Well, and it's interesting because they have some levels that are like from other franchises with characters that aren't even in the game yet. Like, there's an F-Zero level uh, but there's no Captain Falcon character in this game or anything. Which I think he'd be like a welcome addition. as well. I'm not an F-Zero guy by any means, but... It is interesting that they've got levels from other games that aren't in there yet. But like, why not a Kirby, man? I, I'm pretty sure I made this up. I mean, I, 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 we... I, I
1: think, I, I, think my, I would just play Kirby.
0: Yeah. If they, and if then they a Dreamland should... level? If fucking give me that. It sounds great.
1: It'd be cool if they could add item, you know, the items you get from the little mystery blocks. Mm-hmm. Like, if, it'd be cool if they could add them to character certain items. So, like, if you play as Kirby, if they added Kirby, you could play as Kirby and you could get his tongue to come out. Yeah. And and you could, you could instead of getting the the different items, it'd just be certain characters get different items.
0: Why not Link have... Yeah, they should have, like, a special item for every character. Yeah, Link a, should have... A hookshot or something. Uh, I was thinking, you know what the hookshot is, where they latch on to guys? If he could, like, lat, If you're way behind and you latch on and just get pulled up to where they are.
1: Yeah, or the... It'd be cool instead of a bullet bill, they just give him, you know, in Skyward Sword, he used to just ride a bird. <laughs> It'd be cool if you could just have that, but it was just the skin
0: of a bird. I'd love some just more customization like that. Well,
1: the, well that's the thing. There's a big modding community
0: for Mario Kart in certain games. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what it is with mods and stuff. Like, for me, it it doesn't feel canon. Like, if Nintendo themselves don't put it out, it almost doesn't feel real no, to me.
1: I won't, I, won't, I won't really. I will experiment with mods and stuff in certain games. I don't want to get this taken down
0: because Nintendo's a bitch as soon as you say the word mods, though. Like... I don't think Nintendo's listening, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, I know what you mean. I, and also, one just, just jumped to mind. Like, why not have a Pokemon in here, dude? Like, <laughs> oh, that would be cool. Why not a Pikachu level, Pokemon level? Like, fuck, man. There's endless possibilities with Mario Kart. It's just weird that, like, They have been willing to make that leap with certain properties. No, they want to
1: keep it in the Mario
0: Kart. They don't really want to go outside of the Mario Kart world. The Mario world. But Link's sort of weird. I mean, Link and Splatoon are fucking out there, you know?
1: Yeah, that's like two completely different games.
0: Yeah. Um, But anyway, so moving on. There are also four new items in this game. that were never before. You've got the the boomerang flower, which you can use three times. I actually think it's a pretty cool item. Well, you said originally... Oh, no, that's... Sorry, is that the right... That's not the feather. No. No, no, it's the one, it looks like a plant, but it's a boomerang. Uh, You've got the piranha, which is, I love this item, where it's like the piranha comes out behind you, and if he bites a guy, you leap forward with them. It's almost like a boost and an attack. Uh, The crazy eight, which just gives you eight random items. Yeah, but it's one of those ones, like, one thing I've always loved about Mario Kart is you can only get the really great items if you're really sucking shit in the back of the race. Then they'll give you, like, a bullet bill or a... It's
1: true, like, yeah.
0: I'm surprised I didn't get a bullet bill in the whole entire time we were playing. <laughs> well, and the Crazy 8 is sick, man, because I didn't even know what it was till like, the other day. And it gives you, like, a red shell, a green shell, a banana, Well, I think Well, I think the
1: whole point of it is it gives
0: you ev- one of every item almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very cool. And then the super horn is just this, like, sound thing that, like... I don't like that, but it's very useful for when that stupid blue shell comes your way. Oh, can you uh, blow that up with that? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I hate the blue shell. If it comes towards you, if you time it right and you hit it, it'll go away. Well, first of all, we'll get into uh, if you think any items are shit, if you cut any, but what are your three favorite items in this game, if you had Uh. to pick? number three, it's got to be the red shell. Mm-hmm. Just it's the classic, eh? Classic red shell. It's easy, and it, it's one thing I always use to get through, um, just get an advantage. Yeah, When you're in first, and you can just hold on to one of those, and yeah. you're like, if anyone goes by me, I'm just going to fucking smoke. Also, if, if, you
1: hold on to, if you hold on to one, if it's like a trio of the three, mm-hmm. if you hold on to it, and someone tries to hit you with a shell, you will just bounce back off.
0: Yeah, the shield of shells is almost more valuable than being able to throw them, especially um, with green shells.
1: Second... To be honest, I like I like the mushrooms and um, and the thing the piranha thing you've said. That's that's quite useful.
0: Yeah, that's my number one actually. The piranha Uh, number one. It's got to be a bullet bill. I just (laughs) I just love it because I'm so shit at Mario Kart, but I love Mario Kart so much. It's just nice. It's a bullet bill for those who've never seen it. You literally turn into the giant bullet bill with the arms, and he races from the very back to like usually second or third place. Like it's it's just it's a completely broken. You might get it
1: once in every fifteen thousand races.
0: Yeah. My number two that I didn't say was the, the star. I just think it's such a classic Mario Kart item. What does that actually do? Because I always love getting the star, but it just makes you go a little faster, doesn't it? You go three times as faster and you're invincible. So you, if anyone you touch gets hit. So it's sort of like... It's basically the same idea as the bullet bill, but not quite as powerful. But just for nostalgia reasons, and the fact that it plays a new song every like that. Do, 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 do. <laughs> oh, that was that was a classic. Do, 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 do. And you're drifting <laughs> around yeah. the corner, and then it then it
1: then as the blue shells come in towards you. You think, oh, I've got the invisibility cloak here, yeah. and then and yeah. then it just ends, bang, disruption. You're at the back now again.
0: Any any shit items that you hate, you would take out <sighs> of fucking this game? bananas. You hate the bananas, I eh? I fucking hate them. I think they're so classic.
1: No, the classic. I don't deny that they the need <laughs> to be there, but that's all I get. I must have my Switch must be locked on, just that one item. I must have got them on a custom setting, because any kind of bananas, green shells, they're absolutely useless. Every time I try and throw a green shell, it just
0: ends up hitting me. Yeah, uh, so many times I've just thrown it, and then it bounces off. That's like it's this classic pro wrestling spot they'll do where someone goes to swing a chair at a guy. And he moves and he just hits the top rope of the ring and the chair bounces and hits him in the head. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. That's what I do every time with a green shell. I... You
1: have to time it right. I think the three green shells are okay. I wouldn't remove them, but I wouldn't it wouldn't be my first choice. Mm.
0: I hate the squid obviously. Oh yeah. I just think it's bullshit. It's like it's just annoying. It's not like a fun part of the so game.
1: I'm 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 talking about items I would remove because I don't like getting them, but I don't mind getting hit by them. They're like the most useless items. But the the squid the most, as a player getting it, it's amazing, because yeah. it doesn't affect you, you're like, fucking, I can get through, no one can see, but the squid constantly keeps getting it in your eyes and stuff. There's well, no way to...
0: I hate it too, because my list, when I think of shit ones, are ones that actually make the game worse. If you would remove these items, the game would be better. I think the squid's fucking dumb, because computers aren't going to have like their eyes covered, you know? It's just a, a thing that affects players, really, not computers. And then the second one I really hate is the blue shell. And I don't know if this is a controversial take for Mario Kart or whatever. No, I, I'm, on, I'm on that point with you. But it's just it's like a game ruiner in, in the sense that it no longer becomes about skill with that item. It's just like, if it's the third lap and you're near the end and someone has a blue shell, you don't win just because you're in first. Yeah, because and to it, me, that breaks the game. The animation takes so long as well. Once it's hit you, the animation takes so long for you to start moving again. Yeah, and if there was a timing thing, if you could, like, jump at the right second and survive it or whatever, there's, or shield uh, it. There's
1: only a few ways to get rid of the blue shell that I found. hmm And one's the sound box thing. Right. If you time that at the right thing, it'll just go away. <laughs> um, the other thing is, if I see, because it'll notify you when a blue shell is coming, the other thing I do is, um, will let the other person overtake me.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's smart. It's because second place is just, like, better position to be in. And, like, just second place with the shell, wait till you're near the end, smoke them, go by. Yep. Uh, but it is a risky game. That's here, the thing bro. when you
1: play Mario Kart. I do really well at the start, but holding your lead in Mario Kart is so difficult. So I feel like if you can be mid-table throughout the race and then just right at the end, just have the correct items, you can win. Yeah, totally. Like I was winning up to a point when I was like mm-hmm. first, and then you just like I didn't even notice you go past. I was about to, um, you know, <laughs> blow about stuff. Blow is that right? I don't know. Gloat. Gloat, There we go. <laughs> Oh. about winning and he's just passed me like two characters have passed me because
0: you know it's just Mario Kart it's always the last second I wish one feature it had is like the photo finish because you can watch replays and stuff but I'd love to see the finish line and just see when someone crows by in slow motion you know what I mean yeah like a, a slow motion replay um, mm-hmm. would be cool uh, but then going into the battle mode, uh, we talked about earlier the big biggest criticism from the previous game. We played a bit of it. Uh, it's five new courses and three older adapted ones from previous games, specifically made for battling. These aren't race courses or anything. Uh, I thought they were pretty cool looking, you know. The maps are cool, uh, but the game modes, I don't know,
1: I'm just not a fan of battle mode, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I agree. Balloon, what do you think, because in classic games, balloon mode, you started with three... Once your balloons pop, you're out. Last man standing wins. In this version, it's everyone has balloons. If you pop someone's, you can steal theirs. And whoever pops the most balloons by the end of it wins.
1: No, the way you described it, the classic mode, sounds better. And I'm pretty sure I have played a version of that. And that just sounds... But if you lose your balloons, you're out. It's a last man standing kind of game. Mm -hmm. But this one, it's like... Okay, well you can get unlucky and, and make the wrong drift or have a different item and someone could just hit you, you lose all your balloons and then you end up not popping anyone else's because you're just trying to avoid everyone.
0: Yeah, and in this one if you run out of balloons, it just takes three of your points and then you start again with three balloons, which I, I hate that. I loved in the N64 one, if you lose all your balloons, you respawn as a bob bomb. And then your whole job is just to drive into other people. And I mean, get, that's take, cool. I've never, <laughs> I,
1: yeah, I've never seen that been done in a game before that I've
0: played Mario Kart game. It's awesome. That man. sounds cool. Uh, the other versions are Bomb Balloon, which is essentially the same game, but the only that I, prefer,
1: I think I've played that a few times on my Switch. I preferred that
0: mm-hmm. to um, the Balloon game. There's Th- Shine Thief. Played is, that the other day. Really enjoyed it. You just basically hold on to the flag, right? Like it's. It was. Um, have you sprite. ever played
1: what's he, What's he called that game in Halo
0: where you've got to hold the head? Uh, no but I I think I know the concept it's it, like tag basically like in perfect dark it's hold the briefcase uh, and you're just trying yeah it's tag essentially you nailed it yeah and same. then there's also coin runners who has the most coins by the end of the game mm, it's, de-
1: it's simple but sometimes I might I might pop in for a game to see if it's anything's new but then realize how
0: boring it is yeah and then the one we played just a second ago renegade roundup which right off the bat love the name i think that's you need i right really <laughs> enjoy
1: i really enjoy renegade roundup it's just the fact that sometimes it can be kind of difficult and especially obviously it was the first time you
0: were you were playing
1: it right yeah first time um, like
0: cops and robbers if, if you're wondering for context yeah
1: it's a, it's a it's a good it's a good concept but i feel like it would take a few times to get used to and um Other maps are great with it. Other maps aren't so great with the Renegade Roundup. I feel like it's a map sort of decision.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, So moving on, uh, we're getting near the end of this thing. Talk about the graphics and the music a bit. Um, I think, obviously, the best-looking Mario Kart to date, the newest one's going to be the best. Hands down, it's it's an
1: incredibly-looking Mario
0: Kart game, especially even though it's five years old. The graphics still hold up to date. Mm -hmm. Yeah, everything on, like, all this... I call it, like, new Nintendo look. It's all sleek. All the games look great. It's like they really like, nailed. what It's, it's like when to my first
1: like. time opening a game like Breath of the Wild and Mario Kart, for the first time, I was like, Jesus Christ, Nintendo, <laughs> you've upped your game here.
0: Yeah, and they've always had the benefit of like, they're never not trying to make it look human, like realistic, like other games are doing. So they no, it's a it's a, it's an arcadey system, and that's what I like. Mm-hmm. It's cartoony. I like it as well. Uh, and then I, I thought it's weird in this game. None of the music really stands out to me. I think it's because. One, it's a multiplayer game, so you're usually talking over it. And two, it's like when you're intensely like focused on what you're doing, maybe you're not listening to the music. Yeah. But whenever I go on YouTube and play this shit, I'm like, man, these all these all are great songs. They're yeah, all- Mario
1: Kart has some great... I mean, the whole Nintendo brand has some great songs. I mean, the Wii Shopping Channel, man, you could listen to that for <laughs> hours.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love that in Smash Bros. They have like that jukebox option, and you can just listen to all the different music from all the different games and stuff. Uh, All of these, and I love that each track, of course, is its original song. It really makes it feel like... uh, Did we have the sound down? Because, to be honest, I couldn't really hear any of the... The only one we noticed was from the Super Nintendo, because it's such that classic, we were talking about it, that classic nostalgic music. But, yeah, they all have songs, and it's just none of them jump out to me. No, the music, that's... I mean, other Mario Kart games, you could... The music was great, you know, you could hear it,
1: and it would... Mm-hmm. But like you said, it's a multiplayer game. I feel like people are not focusing on the music anymore. It's...
0: Well, this is also the kind of game that could easily be ruined by sound effects and like overly... Because you're getting hit constantly and people are getting hit constantly. And I think the blend is perfect. You know, it doesn't... They've done it right. It's but... never annoying. There's never. It's like... a great Mario Kart game that I feel like I'll be coming back to for a long time. Mm-hmm. I think everyone will. I think that's their plan. It's like, why put out a new one when we can just... Yeah, there's no There's no there. Mario Kart 9, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, So that brings us to the last section, the legacy factor. What makes this game stand out so well? I think it's pretty obvious this is just the pinnacle of what's so far been a pretty untouchable series of games. Uh, like, it's, like there's no like bad Mario Kart. You well, know yeah, well you know. that,
1: that's that's what it, you know. I feel like they've took Mario Kart, which was already pretty much a perfect game, and how do you improve a perfect game? They've they've managed it. Yeah,
0: exactly. And it's all the benefits of modern gaming that they're actually using the right way. In but my then, oh, you get such
1: a retro and nostalgia feel just from the maps, and you know. But, mm-hmm. but it's it, playing with you. It's like different things. And I get nostalgia for different reasons and different maps. And you're like, this was from the N64. I'm like, what's that? This is the Wii map, or this is the DS map.
0: That was really cool to me, man, because it really proves how timeless it is. Like, we were both having nostalgia from the same game from decades apart, you know? Like, I I was playing this in 1993 and 4, uh, and they have maps from that game that I was playing, and you were playing it when you were 3 or 4, but they have maps from the game you were playing. To me, that's, like, very cool, and, like, I know a lot of video games, they try to do spiritual successors to games that already existed, and it's never quite the same, they can never use the properties obviously due to legal reasons. When you have the actual main bat, like Nintendo, the main company, putting this out and relying on all their history and stuff, it's awesome. It's just great that they do this. I have a lot of problems with Nintendo not taking risks and stuff, but with games like this, they nail the classics. And I think that this is like a shining example, you know. I don't
1: think Nintendo could ever mess up a Mario Kart game. I could be wrong. <laughs> uh, but
0: uh, I, I think Mario Kart, they, they've... You know, we're saying that. And I'm sure there's someone's like actually, on the DS... Uh, have, you, have, you, that, have you
1: tried this Mario Kart level? It's broken.
0: Because, I mean, it's not like Mario Party, for instance, where there's plenty of shit Mario Parties that people th- chuck in the bin. I've never heard that with Mario
1: Kart. Well, I feel like a Mario Kart, it's it's a simple concept. You take an IP that's already popular, Mario, and you add something that's fun, kart racing. (laughs) And you make the game simple, like you said, accessible right at the start of the podcast for people to enjoy. Mm -hmm. Like, I used to have, when I was five, six, seven years old, we did it the other day as well, just for a bit of fun have a bet with my mum she was like if you can beat me then i'll give you 50p but if i win you've got to give me 50p i'd never pay because i never had the money but i'd always <laughs> i'd always win on yeah. 50cc and then then when she was like you know i've been practicing let's let's put it up to 200cc she'd smoke me in the drifting <laughs> and uh, i should be used to drifting by this point <laughs> but
0: uh, i'm not well, uh, I think this is a good place to put a pin in it, Back uh, Before we get out of here, anything you want to plug, put out there in the world?
1: Um, just, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be a comic, finally. I'm going to keep working hard. Uh, if you want to follow my Instagram,
0: feel free. Beck comedy. Beckcomedy. comedy, nice. And I am, as always, Jordan Ducharme, at D on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, give us a follow. Five stars on Spotify. Tell all your friends. Thanks for listening.